hello and welcome back to the My Little Therapy Box podcast hosted by me, Natasha Page. So this week um, we're going to talk about the subject of depression and this is a subject that um, really, I guess, got me into the profession of working in therapy myself. Um, So I'm very open in the fact that when I was in my early 20s, I actually experienced depression myself. Um, I didn't know at the time that I was in a period of depression. Um, And it wasn't until one day when I woke up and I just had no motivation at all uh, to go into work. And this was not like me. Like I've worked since I was 16. really raised with a strong work ethic and never really felt like this before but it was an accumulation of things that were going on in my life and I think at the time in the job that I was doing it was quite low paid but really demanding and all of these things just started to get on top of me as as often they do don't they with clients that we work with in therapy. So of course, we're no strangers to depression as therapists um, and mental health professionals. Uh, depression is one of the most common mental health disorders in the world. And currently, it affects around one in six adults in the UK. Um, so as you may know, I'm based in the UK. Um, so women are actually twice as likely to suffer from depression as men. Uh, but they're also more likely to seek treatment too. Um, And there are figures out there that suggest that 15% of women receive treatment for depression um, against just 9% of men. And since the pandemic, as you can imagine, uh, rates of depression have soared in the UK. Um, Statistics um, report that in the summer of 2021, 17% of adults experienced some form of depression compared to just 10% um, before the pandemic. And, you know, clearly people are still feeling the impact of the pandemic, uh, and not just the pandemic, but all of the recent events, um, the cost of living crisis. And, you know, these figures are not set to drop anytime soon, I don't think, unfortunately. So, you know, depression is something that many of us are probably going to see an increase in working within our therapy rooms or in our professions as mental health professionals. Depression is often associated with other mental health issues, uh, you know, such as anxiety, stress and, and loneliness. And it's having a real impact on people's working lives too. So, so much so that an overwhelming 52% of workers are currently experiencing at least mild symptoms of depression. So you may have already seen an uptake in um, the number of people visiting you with symptoms of depression. And the chances are that the trends will continue, sadly. Um, So how can you best help your clients when they're struggling through depression? You know, we need to have a, a sense of hope, of course, that we can support people, um, in our work as therapists and mental health professionals. So 
when a person is suffering depression, you know, they may often feel consumed by hopelessness. Um, they can't see a way out. Uh, you know, our job as therapists, of course, is to instill hope in our clients and to help them see that there is a way out and that all is not lost. So, you know, some approaches to treating depression like that from a medical model perspective believe that depression can be caused by changes in a person's brain, which may mean that medications such as antidepressants are prescribed. Um, but of course, in many cases, feelings of depression may have been triggered by a life event such as bereavement, losing a job, getting into debt, going through a divorce or being bullied. Um, so, of course, we should always start by encouraging our clients to consider what's making them feel this way, um, as this can help them to ascertain whether these feelings are related to a life event or, you know, if there are other reasons to consider um, and of course, this may require a combination of therapy and medication. Um, and I really sit somewhere in the middle as a therapist. Um, I do believe that certainly alternative therapies like talking um, should be perhaps sought out first before medication. But, you know, certainly know that the benefits of medication can really be helpful for some clients um, and often a combination of both therapy and medication can be really powerful. Everybody's different and it's such a personal choice for the clients that we work with. So I always have an open discussion with my clients around options of treatment and of course guide them to see a GP to have those discussions because as therapists of course, we're not qualified to, to give that medical advice. So in terms of different forms of therapy, you may or may not be aware I'm an integrative therapist. So I love being an integrative therapist. I do believe that clients are unique and different and integrative therapy really provides that the tools to tailor the way that I work with my clients. Um, so different approaches to therapy can often be helpful um, and there are, are lots of different approaches um, that can prove effective against um, managing depression. You know we'll all have our own preferences as therapists and this will depend on our training and how each individual client presents. Uh, it's incredibly important to approach each client, as I said, with a case-by-case a -case basis rather than adopt a one-size-fits-all approach. Um, and again, this is another reason why I love being trained as a, an integrative therapist, because I believe it gives me the you know, scope to use different techniques and tools from different modalities and fuse them together to support my clients. Um, you know, clients are people at the end of the day and people are very different in what they respond to. So in today's episode, I just thought it may be helpful to just to have an overview of some of the different approaches that we can use with clients when working uh, with supporting them 
with their depression symptoms. So a huge um, one that we know can be helpful and there's lots of evidence based around cognitive um, behavioural therapy and of course this works on the basis that our thoughts affect our emotions so looking into the positive can make us feel more positive in general and negative thoughts exacerbate depression um, but of course it can be so hard for clients sometimes to break out of this loop um, when they're struggling um, cognitive therapy helps people to identify challenge and reframe cognitive distortions so common patterns of negative thinking and to improve their mood uh, behavioral therapy focuses on changing behaviors that can affect emotion so one of the core principles of behavioral treatment for depression um, is what's known as behavioral activation and this involves helping patients to engage in activities that will increase their feelings of well-being and you know this is a really proactive approach to getting clients to actually be more in tune with what they need um, and getting them to I guess find out what things do help increase their sense of well-being. So compassion focused therapy which is um, if you're not aware, is the basis of a new course that is being released uh, on the 28th of October uh, 2022. Um, and the course is all around working with depression from a, um, a compassion-focused therapy approach, or CFT in short. Uh, the course is delivered by Dr Chris Irons, who has done tons of research around the compassion focused therapy approach um, he's worked alongside uh, Paul professor Paul Gilbert uh, for a number of years I think over 20 years now um, and it's a system of psychotherapy that encourages people to be compassionate towards themselves and to others um, and it was developed to overcome the feelings of shame and self-criticism and that is so often present in people experiencing mental health difficulties. Uh, CFT aims to restore or introduce notions of compassion, safety and reassurance in those who may have been raised in environments um, where these were absent. Um, such powerful tools, um, the training uh, that is being released later in the month is, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's just... Um, it's really good uh, in terms of gaining practical tools that you can use with your clients, helping them to be more compassionate to themselves. But I think as therapists as well, really embodying that ourselves and understanding what that compassionate mind is. Um, so if you're interested in that, there are some webinars coming up at the end of the month to tell you more about that. So please do visit my um social media pages, um, website where you can sign up to that. So other approaches, um, DBT, uh, dialectal behaviour therapy. Uh, so while this type of therapy is most based on CBT, this form of therapy asks those experiencing depression to both acknowledge 
and accept negative thoughts and behaviours. Um, the reasoning behind this is that though the practice of validation, sorry, through the practice of validation, people can come to terms with more negative emotions and regulate their reactions um, and better cope with stress. So, of course, from a psychodynamic therapy approach, um, working with depression uh, would be based on the assumption that the depression occurs because of some unresolved conflict um, and that this originates in childhood and it can be unconscious. So this form of therapy is designed to help people become more aware of their emotions, including challenging ones um, and sitting with those feelings, building self-awareness and increasing their emotional capacity. Um, and last but not least, we come on to think about interpersonal therapy. So this kind of therapy um, addresses past and present social roles uh, and interpersonal interactions by examining social relationships, be it a partner, parent, colleague or friend. And the idea is to identify what role, if any, these key relationships play in a person's life to uncover ways of resolving internal conflict. Um, social support systems are crucial for our mental health, um, as we know, and as social beings. And this type of therapy works on strengthening those systems. So, you know, no matter what type of therapy you choose, uh, as we've just discussed, like we've looked at all of these different approaches uh, to therapy, um, no matter what type of therapy you choose to employ with your clients, always be sure, obviously, to monitor progress along the way. Um, if one thought, thought form of therapy is ineffective for your client, they may need another approach. Um, as you know, depression is a serious mental health condition. It can impact on every facet of a person's life and well-being. And as therapists and mental health professionals, it's crucial that we have the confidence, knowledge and competence to work effectively with our clients that experience depression. So if you are listening to this today and, you know, you're feeling like depression is maybe an area that you, you don't feel as skilled in as a therapist or you just feel like you'd like to gain some new tools, some CPD around working with depression then uh, I'd love to invite you to, um, well, a couple of options, signing up to one of the free webinars that's taking place at the end of the month in October. Um, and this is really a celebration of the, the new course that's being released um, at the end of the month as well. Um, the My Little Therapy Box working with series um, and the, the course that's been delivered first is the working with depression course so if you're wanting to gain more confidence training and tools to using your work as a therapist mental health professional then you know you may want to join our online course um, so please do visit the website I'll put the links in the notes from the show and yeah I hope you've kind of enjoyed having a bit of an overview and look at, at depression and also you know me sharing my personal journey of depression um, in my early 20s uh, that really did form the 
spark the interest in becoming a therapist because it was through that support um, that was really life-changing. You know, as therapists, as you may already know, like we can play such a key part in a person's life and well-being. And literally my first experience of going through depression and then going through treatment with my therapist um, was life-changing for me. Had I not got that support at that point, you know, who knows what would have been. Maybe I never would have got access to support um, had I not had that therapy at that point. And um, it really was life-changing because it did make me want to give the gift of therapy I guess to as corny as that sounds but to give that gift of therapy to other people that are experiencing depression and of course other mental health difficulties so um yeah as we know depression is common um and it's so important that as therapists we do feel confident at working with depression because I think sometimes with some clients that are stuck in depression we can sometimes feel quite powerless you know as therapists we want to support our clients and we want to see them ultimately make changes for the better um but when people are going through depression sometimes we can feel stuck um so it's really important that you do have the confidence tools and skills and training um to feel best equipped to support our clients um so I hope you've enjoyed that sort of whistle-stop tour of an overview of working with depression. Um, and if you're not already, um, subscribe to this podcast and please do subscribe. Um, and lovely to have had you listen today. I hope you have a lovely week ahead. And until the next episode, take care. Mm-hmm.